Your voice definitely sounds deeper when you're directly in front of it, though. So I should talk like this. <laughs> I need to talk like Gadget. I'll get you yet. That's my Dr. Claw impersonation. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. It, it really is. Yeah. Well then, do I sound okay? Not anymore. Nope. <laughs> no, you sound terrible. You sound the way you look. Wow. Ouch. You sounded fine when you weren't talking. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 21 of the Four Dorksmen. I am Collector Clint. And this is Joey, aka Beef Squatch. This is Nate, aka Angry Nate. And this is Ryan Asian Tony Stark. We are four dorks that get together, talk pop culture, cons, comic books, movies, TV, music, whatever we're in the mood to listen to. And we're happy to have you along for whatever we're discussing. So, a couple housekeeping matters to attend to first. First of all, at the underscore dorksman is our hash or excuse me our username for twitter and instagram dorksman at gmail.com is our email if you ever want to shoot us a message for whatever reason what else do i have for you guys bingo.ithinkpixels.com slash dorksman is where you can find a randomly generated bingo card compliments of andrew newbeardland thank you again andrew for that shout out andrew and, and one reason I want to make sure to mention that is we are in the midst of a giveaway. We haven't announced when that giveaway will end, but we've announced all the other things. There are three ways to enter. One is by posting your bingo card as you play along with the Dorksman. So please consider doing that on Twitter and Instagram. Another way is to enter taking a picture of you and yourself during our pineapple scavenger hunt. And as mentioned previously, that pineapple doesn't have to be exactly a real edible pineapple so does does my shirt count today if i was a listener i would count ryan's shirt which looks beautiful on you by the way it's a i know you guys can't see it it's a shirt with pineapples all over it do you guys just call hawaiian shirts shirts there i'm just shaking my head (laughs) head. you can't see it but yeah that's the same reaction as i wow that's like if i ask nate do you guys call canadian bacon just bacon up there I, I, yeah. Anyway, um, the, the, <laughs> it's called ham, Clint. It's called Being bacon <laughs> is ham, right? The other, <laughs> the other way to enter is to make sure and interact with us on SoundCloud as we go through this podcast. So, of course, listen to us wherever you want to listen to us, but feel free to dive into the conversation going on on SoundCloud. So, three ways to enter. Again, we haven't announced when this will end, but we hope you'll consider entering multiple times. Anyway. The other thing we tell really... them what they're winning. You didn't even tell them what they're. Oh, winning. you're right. I, I got so excited about the entries. I totally you're, forgot. You're excited winning about the our pineapple shirt. That's what it was. You're winning our appreciation as <laughs> the being shirt a fan. off. That's First it. of all, <laughs> anyone who listens to this, you you have won our appreciation already. But we are having three prizes. Third place will be a sticker and bouton, and maybe something a little extra. Ooh, Joey's adding Ooh. to it. I like it. Very cool. So that's 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 third place. Second place will be getting two. Star Wars pops, I believe. Yes. If I remember correctly. And yes, yes, uh, to yes. be determined what those are be, but you know, we're big fans of the most common character, popular characters as well. So we'll do our best. And prize number one will be from Ryan's personal collection, Garfield holding his I Hate Mondays mug com- or from the Funko shop, along with a, a, a really rad coffee mug compliments of last episode's guest, Kelly. Uh, and I, it's the, uh, I guess we'll call it the social media Freddy. 
mm-hmm. replica, like replica of it. Yeah, replica yep. mug. They came out beautifully, so that's a that's a stellar prize. So we and there we, might be a little something extra in that first place prize pack, from what I understand. I'm just well, saying. See, there I've you heard. go. You There's a rumor on the a rumor in the streets. The streets. The streets. <laughs> the streets. I really wish streets. I could win that, to be honest, because it's half drinking it's, coffee. It's rad. <laughs> cold brew literally anyway awesome prizes that we would love to give away to some fans so please continue doing what you're doing and interacting with us so we can make that happen okay moving on time for our favorite q a section our hashtag ask the dorksman and we have some doozies for you so we're going to start with a pretty simple one um i think we actually got this question back in october but as promised we will go back and answer questions we just haven't had a chance to get there so with that said this comes from I, I he's I'm gonna screw this up because I screwed everybody's name, but I believe it's pronounced Essica eight four eight three. That's our friend Jessica. Shout out to Jessica. Shout out. She asks, which do you prefer, caramel apple or a candy apple? And I'm gonna direct this as always. Our first question. Start with Joey. Definitely not candied apples because I've tried eating candied apples before and they just don't do well like yeah, you've I, expressed your love for them in a past episode yeah when you say love you actually mean the hate, other thing like total absolute hate of candied apples now caramel apples is not i'm not too far off with my um dislike of them however i will i guess kind of go towards that side because i do like cut up sliced mm. apples dipped in caramel Good so call. so i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of twist it a little bit and that's what i'm gonna say i would pick is sliced up apples dipped in caramel so hopefully that answers the question I, yes I, I i i cannot argue with you either that sounds actually really good nate you i think it depends like the thing with the like joey said with the caramel apple it's like it's not the best but like also with candied apples if you add so much stuff on it that it just stops being something that you like if you take a bite and everything falls off of it what's the point of having that right like they'll like dip it in chocolate they'll add like oreo cookies on it and they'll put like gummy bears on it and then they'll put sprinkle just give me those things separately and i'm like i'm totally fine with that and i'll have an apple as well right but um if it's just like some chocolate and like you know like some cookie like crump like smashed up cookies and stuff yeah i'm good with that i i prefer that over a caramel apple but once it gets like to the ridiculous levels, I'm like, no, nah, I'm I'm okay without that. I think the traditional candied apple is probably the worst. Yes, right. And that's Where what it's I'm got thinking that of hard candied shell uh, on it. No, that, that's yeah. I, I don't know how many people do like that. Like, it's apparently people do though. I mean, it's just difficult to consume and enjoy. And if I can't eat something very easily, how can I possibly enjoy it, whether it tastes good or not? How would Joey follow up? What about from a, just a strictly flavor standpoint versus how hard it is to eat? Uh, I like caramel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like I'm with you there. <laughs> and I, I'll answer this question real quick. I'm the same way. I would choose caramel over. I mean, I think, uh, was it middle school when they started having the, uh, the, car- the apple suckers covered in caramel? Still love those things, man. I, I don't have them very often, but still a big fan of the caramel apple caramel suckers or whatever they're called so um yeah it's just candy doesn't do it for me nate i have a quick follow-up though i'm thinking about it when you get mm. a bloody mary does it just have to be a bloody mary or can it be with all that extra stuff added on with it you gotta get the extra stuff with it that's, <laughs> okay. that's, that's part do, of the fine extra stuff though guys well because i mean you there's could get a lot of different ways to yeah well, right. bloody mary. Well, my point is 
my point is like you know candy apple he wants it i don't want to call it plain but just by itself but with a with a red uh with a bloody mary he wants all the stuff like a slider and a pickle and a yeah, yeah i've yeah, seen yeah. a whole meal attached right. yeah, to like a bloody mary like, before like a turkey like attached to the straw <laughs> a turkey leg like, sticking out of it right <laughs> yeah some cheese I mean, I just, yeah. ryan how about you buddy um i'm just gonna keep it short and sweet caramel apple but i'm with joey i'd rather have it cut up joey i do have a follow-up question for you though since you're saying Ooh, i'll follow up questions towards yeah. me i like it the joey centric episode so far <laughs> so far, how can so you go far. wrong with that i hated those during friends <laughs> <laughs> well played sir you're you're saying you don't really enjoy partaking in stuff that are difficult to eat per se so what about crab legs right. uh yeah same thing yeah. um and that's one thing about being from louisiana is of course seafood's a big thing i i personally prefer uh, prefer my seafood fried uh as far as how it's prepared because i don't have to do any work i just eat it um whereas when you're talking about like boiled seafood whether it's boiled shrimp got to peel them boiled crawfish got to peel them boiled crabs you know got to crack them open uh, so I would definitely prefer everything fried if I had an option. Like if I went to a place and they're like, hey, do you want to have uh, boiled shrimp or do you want to have fried shrimp? Fried shrimp, you know, all day, every day. Uh, I don't think there's many times where I would prefer boiled, except for maybe crawfish, because I do prefer boiled crawfish over um, fried crawfish. Well, learn something new every day, huh, Clint? Uh, every day. Every single every day. Single day. You got every two day. more days. <laughs> All two more days to learn something new in 2019. Yep. In the decade I'll, too. Yeah. Also, I like Bobby Hill for anybody looking for a bingo card. Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. I had a follow. Oh, I wanted to follow up. First of all, Jessica, thank you for the question. I hope we answered it. Feel free to answer on your own. I wanted to tell Joey I had a. I finally had a spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes yesterday. And um, I get it. I think it might have been a little overhyped because I'm so late to the party, but I liked it. Well, I'll tell you the same thing I told somebody else on Twitter that said the same basic thing as you did. You didn't get a good sandwich if <laughs> you were not like changed some kind of way spiritually by the experience, then you did not get a good uh, chicken sandwich. So you need to go try again somewhere else. I'm 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 OK with that response in that <laughs> challenge. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. I actually really enjoyed it. It's just. I don't know. It wasn't spiritual. So you're right. Maybe I need to try it Where's again. Where's your anyway. favorite chicken sandwich from? Does this gauge your, what your... Well, it, it actually might be from Popeye's, to be honest. Oh, okay. I don't I don't usually do a chicken sandwich, and I don't go to Chick-fil-A, so that leaves kind of one option. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Unless you guys have a better thing I should be tasting. But anyway. Win- Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich is, is not bad at all. Okay. I, I would probably put that in the uh, top three of chicken sandwiches. There you go. It's no Popeye's. But. It's no Popeyes, no. <laughs> we went comple- <laughs> completely yeah, off subject. I was going to say, where are we going here? <laughs> but, okay. So anyway, uh, thank you again, Jessica, for that question. Our second question comes from, I believe it was our buddy Manny, at Night Bodega on Twitter. Shout out to Manny. Manny asks, well, there's a statement first, and then he asks, we have all seen mo- or we've all seen movie scenes get different soundtracks to change the tempo. If you were about to get in a fight, what song would narrate your fighting skills? Anybody want to start this one? I think mine, honestly, would be play that funky music, white boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have anything positive to add. You said except it, for I mean. me. My, I did. Oh, there you go. 
Um, but Give you another yeah, bingo square. I, that, that was that's a pretty racist. Square. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it racist what he's calling himself the white it's, guy? It's that still racist. It, there it is there are racist. other white people. I, we we, we kind of haven't had a lot of time to think about this question, but that's that's the best one I had. Everyone is kung fu fighting popped in my head, but I can't kung fu fight or fight at all. So play that funky music, white boy, is my answer to that question. And also, little Mac is in Punch Out. <laughs> Stop giving away bingo squares can, for no I, good reason. Can I choose Runaway by Bon Jovi? Is, yeah. is, is that a is that an option? That's a yes. better option. Yes, I like it. I don't oh. know why, but honestly, the first thing that popped in my mind was Eye of the Tiger. I mean, well, like, right. how, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're about yeah. to get into a fight, can that not right. be? So I guess that's my simple, very honest answer. And then the funny answer is Runaway by Bon Jovi. I think that would like it elevates your fighting skill by like plus two when you start Dungeons and Dragons over here. Yeah, what are you gonna yeah. do? Press start with your little star uppercut. Yeah, thing? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we? Um, <laughs> is the Konami code working a fight? Hey, we get extra lives. I hope <laughs> might need them. Um, for me, the first song that popped into my head was um. I've been watching a lot of Simpsons lately on Disney Plus, and uh, when Homer fights Dredrick Tatum. And he comes out to why can't we be friends? It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it would be. It would just be like, why are we doing this? You no, know, that's funny. One, that's of, one of us is going to get hurt, and probably it's going to be me. And like, let, let's just yeah. not do this. Imagine how I love that part. Imagine how you're going <laughs> to win this fight. Dredrick Tatum suffered a life-threatening <laughs> heart attack. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting too old and like worn down, like. I'm like a 65 year old man trapped in a 40 year old's body. It's uh, but you're a tree, Joey. Yeah, yeah. yeah 65 even, is young for a tree. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> even trees die and need to be cut down. Well, I got morbid fast. Yeah, you should remember that. <laughs> um, well, let me just preface and say I'm not a fighter, but the first thing that came to mind for me is Robot Rock. I don't know if you guys know this song from Daft Punk. I, uh, I don't. Iron Man Two, the scene where he's fighting with Rhodey. Mm. The kind of electronic sounding song. Okay. Yeah, that's Robot well, Rock. Way to tie it into one of your one of your movies, there, buddy. All the well, time. Well, you knew he would. You knew all he the would. time. I I I knew he would, but I'm well, glad but he in, did. In my defense, that was the first thing that came to mind. I was gonna say like some kind of like Joey kind of stole it from me. I just couldn't think of a song title. I'm like, I would just run away. I don't fight. <laughs> I'll Good let job. you steal the sissy song. You can take the runaway. Steal the song. sissy song. I'll stick with Eye of the Tiger and I'll find it. I think that might out. be a podcast title. Steal the sissy song. Steal the sissy song. Oh, that's going to get a lot that. of listens. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Manny, thank you for the question. I would love to hear your answer, sir. Um, and thank you for all the questions. And thank you, everyone, for using ask, hashtag Ask the Dorksman Ask Us questions. We've had some really good ones. Our queue keeps growing. We have it all written down. We will get to it. Uh, I can't promise that we'll get to Alex's question about um, where babies come from, only because we're not an anatomy, anatomy podcast, but who knows? So keep those questions coming and love the interaction. Thank you. Cool. You guys ready to move on to our main topic, if you will? Yes, sir. Most now, definitely. Well, unfortunately, we weren't able to do a pre-party this week with the Dorksman, but if we did, there'd be giant letters scrolling across the screen, scrolling up as we're talking Star Wars. And we're not only talking just Star Wars, we're talking the eight-part episode from Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, which came to a season finale just this last Friday. And uh, I'm sure we have lots to talk about. So before we move on, everybody here is caught up, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think just Nate was the last one. 
Yep, I got caught up last night. So as long cool. as he's good, then we are good. Good. Just wanted to make sure. I mean, Nate, I was the night before. And I mean, unfortunately, all of us can't watch it at 10 a or 10 p.m. on Thursday like someone here can. <laughs> Time travel. But, Time travel. <laughs> Fly to anyway. Hawaii just to get the early. Uh, <laughs> I heard more time, more daylight to watch. Yeah, Disney sure. Posters. Waste five hours to get here just <laughs> to go back in time. Good job. I've actually heard of crazier things. So hey, time travel. Anyway, let's it. talk. Man- let's talk Mandalorian. Um. Oh, well, before we do, obviously there's Spoiler gonna be spoilers. Warning. Yes, they, they, we're not going to keep the spoiler free. I don't know how we could. I mean, we could say Baby Yoda and end the podcast there, and that's about it. So we're going to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, I definitely would recommend it. For I, I imagine everybody here would recommend it, right? Almost definitely. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, the show. It's a good show. I'm trying. I, I want to try to like rank it, but I don't know what to rank it against. I don't want to rank it against the other Star Wars movies. Um, I don't really think you can. Uh, yeah, exactly. Really like it, right? Like honestly, like it. They could have did this as a movie, but I'm glad they didn't. I don't think it would have they, had the same impact if it right. was done yeah, as a movie. Exactly. You know, if you had a yeah. two to two and a half hour movie as opposed to eight, what is it, like 35 to 45 minute one yeah. shot episodes, right. it yep. helps to break everything up and it it helps to build the suspense for what's going on, right? The, hmm. the one part that I would disagree and say could have actually worked as a movie would be if you, if you put together and watch in one sitting episodes one, two, and three. I think that actually makes for a pretty good movie where you have a pretty good, you know, you have your traditional three act, you know, you have, you know, right. the beginning with the setup and then you kind of have this middle where there's a turn and there's an issue. And then the third act where it all gets resolved is if you remember, and I know we're jumping ahead a little bit, but in the third episode, he flies off into the sunset, so to speak with, you know, with the child with him. And I think that would have been a perfect end if it was a three-part series, or again, if you put the three together and tied them into like a two-hour-ish long movie, I think it'd been great. But other than that, I agree with you. I, I don't think the rest of the episodes necessarily followed that to where you could have combined them all together and made, you know, separate movies with them. I think yeah, the first three would fit nicely. There's so much. That. There's an astute level of detail that they get into with the characters here that you just don't see with a lot of the movies, and you know, as opposed to like say episode nine, which we're going to talk about more later, you don't get the focus on some of these characters that you did in say like Quill, right? There was a lot of screen time for him. While we don't really understand his full backstory, you get to know him as a person or a character, if you will. Right. So I enjoyed that. Um, Just sad. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to kill him off. Right. You know, spoiler. Yeah. Jumping into the spoilers already. we, We told him already. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I agree. They, they've been warned. They've been warned for a Disney property, right? <laughs> so, um, I I want to go back real quick to the episode part of it. I, I I Joey makes a great point. I like the episode separately as well. Did you guys like the separation of one a week versus being able to binge all eight at once? Initially? Well, I mean, you can do it now, <laughs> right? Right. But- I liked but, the anticipation of it when when Disney Plus first announced that they were going to be doing one a week, more like a traditional TV, you know, cable TV show type style. I I was actually looking forward to that. I think that's it's one of the things that's a blessing and a curse about Netflix when they release everything at once. Mm-hmm. You like you binge all that stuff within just several days. Like you know, Stranger Things was probably one of the last big series that that came out on Netflix, and you know, I was done with that within probably three days time. And I know some people that were done within the first day they just watched them all back to back and then what do you have after that and like how do you digest 
everything that happened. So I, I like the the weekly format because it gave me a chance after each episode to digest and talk about it. The only thing I wish because everybody was so careful not to spoil anything from episode to episode. I, I wish there would have been more open dialogue that you know you could have had with your friends about you know each episode. You know, McGuire and I, my son, we watched it together. But usually I watched it first, and then he would come a couple of days after it premiered. And then we would watch it a second time. So except for episode eight, I've seen every episode twice gotcha. uh, already. So I, I definitely like that aspect of it. I'm, I'm so, pro every week as opposed I, to all at once. I am too. One, you bring up an interesting point with talking about talking about it every week. And I know that's one reason, at least me, I had to jump on it as quickly as I could because I didn't want to get it spoiled. But I kind of like this format too because it doesn't, it doesn't spoil everything. Like Stranger Things, you had to get through fast because you knew people were going to talk about it and you were going to catch a spoiler somewhere with something. Right. That's but, another thing too. But, yeah. Yeah. This one point episode, you know, at a time, yeah, they might spoil it, but they're spoiling, you know, that Baby Yoda was rescued. They weren't spoiling the end. Can you we know? stop so, calling him Baby Yoda, please? I'm sorry. You're right. The child. You're absolutely yes. right. I can't stand it either. It's like it's just, a peeve of mine, though. I, it I, is. I, I snapped at one of my friends last week. I'm like, it's not Baby Yoda, fucker. Shut up. Well, uh, well, it, it's partially on Star Wars, though, for not giving the species a name. Well, he's 50, so I'm going to call him prepubescent Yoda <laughs> for the rest of the episode. That's what his name shall be. <laughs> young young Yoda. He's just ready to party. Young Yoda, right? like. Call him PP, PPY for short. Prepubescent. PPY. PPY. So when PPY. That's right. PPY. There's another podcast title, possibly. Anyway, um, very good. Very good. Um, I'm trying to think what else I wanted to mention with that. So one thing I didn't like about the episode approach, though, was the first three episodes were stellar. Episode four made sense. I think it's episode five when it's like, why was that in there? It didn't add a whole lot, at least not yet. And I say that in thinking that, you know, here's a major spoiler. Basically, everybody in on that one either dies or gets locked up except Mando. And... I don't know why that was. It was like a filler episode. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I know. There's like, for instance, like in Breaking Bad, there's the classic <laughs> the uh, fly, the fly. Yeah. So yeah. and and I think you have to appreciate those for what they are. Individual kind of standalone episodes. I was really thinking about it the other day. So, you know, when you talk about watching the Skywalker saga, uh, people talk about, hey, what's the correct order to watch it in? Right. Um, you know, do you watch it, you know, in order that it was released? Do you do four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, or do you do, you know, one, two, three, and then there's the hatchet method where you, you know, go in a totally different order. And I was really thinking about it the other day that the first season of Mandalorian could very easily be changed up as far as the order that you watch episodes in. To me, you could almost watch the kind of more background episodes. So like episode four, that's the one where it's more Cara Dune centric, where it kind of introduces yep. her character. Uh, episode five, again, like you were talking about, that's that's the gunslinger episode where he's on the uh, hunt for Ming-Na Wen's character. Mm-hmm. Frenic Shan, I believe is the mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may have gotten that right. Um, and then and then episode six is the one where they go to rescue the guy. And it's kind of like the big heist one, which I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. Um, I really think you could take four, five and six and watch those first almost as buildups and then watch one, two, three, and then seven and eight. 
Like that, that would be a, a interesting method. Like I may get bored here. I don't know over the summer and before the second one comes out, the second season comes out in the fall, I may rewatch them in that order just to see if you can actually get through it that way. It was just something I was playing with in my head, but I, us- I'm with you. It felt kind of like a lull uh, in those kind of some of those middle episodes, you know, some of them were a little bit better than others, but I definitely think one, two, three, and then the last two, seven and eight were definitely the high points. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that, that, you know, if you think about it, it's almost any series. You know, they have to be that way. And yeah. It makes sense. Uh, but yeah. but I really, I was uh, there was a point when I was a little worried. I'm like, okay, I get it. It's like every week. It, it turned into like a WB show where every week nothing changes. And they go through this whole thing and it's the same as last time. But well, you're one, right. one, two, and three were a lot to live up to. Like they oh, set absolutely. the bar really high coming out the gate. But again, you're, I guess, you're right. attracting people to come hear the story. But I really think you could have opened up with any of those episodes and everybody would have still been into it. Because this, this is something that people have been dying for for a while is a television version of Star Wars. And they finally were able to pull it off and pulled it off well. It makes yeah. me look forward to the, to the other two that are coming out. I, I 100% agree with you. I and I, I, if here, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick, Ryan, before you do that, Ryan, if, or Joey, if you do the four, five, and six before one, two, and three, let me know how it comes out. I will. I, cool. I'm probably, I'm going to actually do it sometime, probably over the summer. Right on. All right, Ryan, I'm sorry. Please so, go ahead. Yeah. Here's a thought. Um, the differences with the directors. Because John oh, Favreau, that's yeah, yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. right? John Favreau, he did one and two. I don't know about episode three. I don't think he did three. He I think, episode uh, three was directed by Deborah Chow. Okay. Oh, because well, he was one and two though, right? For sure. He was definitely one and two. Okay. I was actually surprised. I didn't know that. And maybe this is just me not overly paying attention, but I did not realize that Taika was going to be directing one of the episodes. So when I saw his name at the end of episode eight, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not surprised now. Well, right. it was very I, much that was like a very, very good episode. Very John good. John Favreau did not uh, direct episode one or two. He did it. No. What is he just executive uh, producer or something? Pro- probably more of a producer role. Episode one was directed by Dave Filoni. Does he like bologna? <laughs> Dave <laughs> Filoni like that, he better. Uh, what was Dave Filoni? Filoni. Did he do Rebels? Was he a director of any of the Rebels episodes? The cartoon. I'm yes. trying to think of what his tie is, or maybe Clone Wars. I'm trying to remember what his direct um, tie is. He directed the Clone Wars animated feature film and the supervising director on the Clone Wars animated series. There you go. And then uh, I don't even know ha- how to pronounce his last name, but Rick F- Famoyiwa. Oh, I don't the, know if that's right Japanese or not. Director. That's, that was episode two. I'm looking through them. I'm not seeing Favreau's name attached to any of them. But he was he was the writer for the whole as series, far as right? the director. He's he's the brainchild behind it all, right? But he was also the writer, I think, for all of it. I think so. If I, I think you are right credits, in right. saying that. Yes. By the way, I really like the end credits. I made sure to watch every single one to see all the, the artwork. The art was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And that was a great way to do it. Excellent. So anyway, um, I, I did like the different directors' approaches, though. You know, it's kind of like the the, the Star Wars or the uh, Skywalker saga that. There was a different director every time, and I like. I know it's need to get idea, different ideas, different perspectives. I even like the one by. Um, I always forget her name, but the girl from Jurassic Park <laughs> or Jurassic World, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, Bryce mm-hmm. Dallas Howard. Yeah, I mean, I she, I liked her episode. So, um, good Favreau stuff was around. listed as executive producer ah. for them. That's not a surprise. He should have been. But either way, um, I like that approach. I think they 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 as long as they keep getting quality directors in there even though it was 
Howard's first ever <laughs> still still legit so i would i would uh encourage that so um i'm trying to think where else to to drive this if you guys want to feel free to chime in and let me know but um what'd you guys think of the end wow yeah, yeah you, you jumped there. real quick to the to the end huh? I, no, I, I, I mean like look, wow in the sense that you know the very last scene when um when he exits the fallen ship and mm-hmm. how he exits I, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. we don't have to dance around well, the bush here. But I think we need to back up a little bit and and talk a little bit before we get to <laughs> the very last scene of the entire <laughs> eight-episode series. It's a little jump in the shark there. Well, like, again, we're, we're, we're assuming people have seen this. By well, that and it's it, fresh in my mind because we just watched we it just recently saw it. Yeah. within the last few days, right? Because up until right. now, I, I'm just going to say it and then we can move on from it. We've never seen a Darksaber. In a movie. Well, there's only one. Not, yeah. Well, we haven't seen a dark saber in live action. Yeah, we've in seen a movie. the dark saber several several times in the canon episodes of Rebels and of Clone Wars. You nerd. No, he's he's <laughs> definitely right in saying that. But what I meant by movie is yeah, like yeah. live action. So yeah, it's the, the first live action came out. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Well, you know, one thing I really like about this show, and I'm glad this is kind of where I wanted to go with this, is. I think every, at least not every episode, but most episodes I've gone and then looked online to learn more about Star Wars lore and about what's going on, what's including really like Dark Saber. Right? Yeah. You know, I was like, that's cool. What What is this? And learning about there was a Mandalorian Jedi and that the, the Mandalorian mm-hmm. Jedi, made, you know, whatever the case is, you should do it yourself, actually, because it's really interesting. Um, I mean, every, you know, the Yoda species, seeing all the different because I've never I was joking about Rebels and Clone Wars, uh, Joey. Good for you for actually watching that. I was spending my time watching something stupid, I'm sure. But I uh, probably I'm not going to argue with you, probably. But the point is, um, the point is, I you know, that's cool that that stuff's canon and that they've seen it. But it's nice that it's encouraging those that haven't possibly been as in deep in Star Wars lore to go back and read some of this. Yeah, you're right. There's a whole section of the like fan base of Star Wars watchers that have not seen probably any of the animated just because they're like hey i'm just watching the live action stuff i've seen all the rebels and it is a great great series i have tried to watch the clone wars cartoon uh series off and on first Mm -hmm. of all and i'm not talking about attack of the clones the movie i'm talking about the clone wars cartoon movie that came out in the theater is a dumpster fire and so i guess that gave me a bad impression yeah, Hot I, guess, I guess that gave me a bad impression of the TV series. And once Disney Plus came out, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to give it a try again and watch some of it. And I, I still oh. I, I haven't been drawn in. Like, I haven't been able to get engaged in the story that it's that it's telling. And and I don't know. I might try again later on because they are bringing back Clone Wars for at least another season on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. As a, so, as a new episodes? Correct. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, because Rebels isn't on anymore, right? Uh, yeah, that's that's right. Rebels had their end the last year, I want to say. Okay. Um, Can I but, watch but, it on Disney Plus? Yeah. When's <laughs> <laughs> Disney going to start paying us anyway? So the the thing I liked about Mandalorian overall is very similar to why I like Rogue One so much is that it had just enough tie to the Skywalker saga, if you want to call that, and the Star Wars lore. You know, with tie-ins here, there, which is what Mandalorian did well, um, but but enough new stories of you know new characters and new this and new that to to 
keep me interested. The other reason I like it is because it kind of had that Western feel to it. I totally. mean, there there was a little space element to it. Obviously, you did have some of that. And, of course, there was some alien uh, elements to it because, of course, it's Star Wars. But a lot of it was very um, Western-ish. It's almost like you could have been watching a futuristic Western Yep, show you know set on earth but you know a thousand years from now or something like that a post-apocalyptic type setting and i loved that about the series that was probably one of my favorite parts about it keep in mind the star wars is happens a long long time ago in a galaxy far far away yeah i don't even want to try to wrap my head around <laughs> the, the 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 timeline of no i of, of star totally wars right. yeah no but you but are right thing that like that kind of threw me off was during the like episode seven and eight of Mandalorian where they're they're like what is this thing with speaking about the child and like yeah. what is this what species is this it's like you don't know about Yoda like you don't know about the force like they didn't know about the force it felt like they didn't know that right and it was just really weird to me that like okay I get Star Wars is a massive universe and but this is like this is like universe changing events what yeah how do, you was doing, how do you not know yeah. that the, how do you well, not know the sith versus the jedi yeah. and, well hold you know, on dark side versus the light side how no many history lessons but like, this happens what is it 50 years after jedi i don't know the exact, I, I don't, I don't time know the exact timeline but it's oh. after it's in between jedi six and, well, six seven. and seven basically, yeah right? i thought yeah. i remember mm -hmm. it being quite a bit after so i mean you know so you've you would got think, a lot of stuff that's developed i mean you have the whole you know, Order 66 that took place in Episode right. 3, where, mm -hmm. you know, Jedi all across the universe are, you know, executed. Like, right. how is that, like Nate was saying, how is that not something that's just common knowledge that, oh, yeah, there's this Force thing, you know, and I don't know, I've never met a Jedi before, but, you know, I still have heard about it. But, you know, like you saying, in Episode 7 and 8, there's a lot of talk like, oh, what's what's this thing doing, talking about the the Yoda character, the the child character whatever you you want to call it so ryan's head doesn't explode and it's like how do you not know what this you know thing is it's it's the force that well, he's here's obviously a thought. Using. here's a thought guys maybe disney's approach on this is is to tell a different side of the overall story so that way they can start branching off and um branch off the tree I, I, I get what you're saying, and I, I don't think they're – I think you're right as far as that part. I don't, I don't think they're wanting to tie it directly to the Skywalker saga, just like the, the new movies are not supposed to be tied directly to it. But the Skywalker saga is just a, a, a smaller part of the overall light versus dark, Sith versus Jedi, the right. Force-type situation. And obviously, they are planning on tying it into it if the whole second season – or not the whole second season, but apparently one of the plot points of the second season will be them searching for the child's home planet. Because now that the child and Mando are a clan of two, now his job is to protect him as a foundling and to go try to find his people, so to speak, and return him to them. So obviously that will be a big part of it in some shape, form, or fashion. And uh, the other question is, how are they going to tie? Because y'all talked about the dark saber being uh, wielded by um, Moff Gideon. You know, the rumors are: well, is Moff Gideon is he force sensitive? Is that why he has mm -hmm. dark saber, or did he get it from somebody that was force sensitive? And are they going to tell that more backstory of of you know him and how he came? to possess the dark saber. So there's a lot of stuff that they can still in the second season tie back to the overall star Wars force 
Sure. Not a plot line, I guess. Not I think that's where they're going to start to explore the light and dark side more. Right. Introduce more people that are force sensitive. And maybe we'll get to see Darth Maul. I'm, I'm well, Darth, stretching Darth here because, dead, I mean, right? that'd be cool. Darth he's Maul dead. is dead. He's dead, he's dead. dead this time. This is, he's, not, he's not coming back like he did. So just for those that haven't seen it, in the Star Wars Rebels episode, so it's now canon, the resurrected Darth Maul with his new Mechanical robotic legs, legs yeah. yeah, and stuff, he is confronted one last time on Tatooine by uh, Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan murders him good like you dead dead deader than dead oh. definitely dead. See, I, I read that and i thought it was grievous and um oh, i can't think of christopher lee's character but it's uh, anyway it's those two that killed him in the end but anyway you, come on dooku and grievous no dooku no. and grievous are both dead before timeline wise before okay. he runs across him the second time dooku got Is anyone no ever dead dead is everyone really dead dead in, in, in this universe? I, That's not my question, especially. I guess the, until they show him the as a force ghost, I guess I guess <laughs> technically not. <laughs> anyway, I to go along with that, I like I like that idea. And I really liked that there was no mention of force, light side, dark side. I liked right. that there wasn't a lightsaber until the very end. And then, you know, that lightsaber has a lot to do because I mean I remember reading that maybe um uh Gideon is more interested in Mandalorian lore, and he's that's one reason he's all about this. He knows about it. That's why he wanted the dark saber in the first place. So it's possible, you know. There's 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 a million ways to go, which is nice because this gives you avenues to explore in the show in season two, which we obviously have to wait a year for. But there's places to go. And the other question is, what's his connection to what comes into play in the seventh episode, the First Order? Like, is this the start of that does he work for somebody else like is he the the head guy or is he under somebody else you know is he like the darth vader to you know palpatine is there right. a higher person character in the series that's going to come about that you find out that moff gideon is working for so it's it, there's still a lot to unravel in this you know what i would love to see i would love to see the origin of snoke in this series yeah, we. Can, you know, I'm sure that's something we'll we'll talk about whenever we do the Skywalker saga uh, episode. But but that there's a lot to talk about. We'll unpack that right. Later but on. I'm just yeah. saying, like like but yeah, anyone I agree who's seen with Last you. Jedi, like they I never explain love, it. I would love to see them give some more backstory to his character and exactly Absolutely. where it came about. I'm, the, I'm I'm totally with you on that. And this would be a great time to do it. But I think you know, so too. I, and Favreau, we trust. I'm sure Ryan agrees with that statement. So. Yes. Well, uh, and, we'll and I would I would hope that they get uh, Watiti in for another episode in season two. I they think he did a great job. I, I, I commented the other day on social media. I'm like, I wish Disney Plus would give him a whole Star Wars series and let him do one on Babu Frick. Like just a yes. whole, just a whole, whole yeah. series, him, Babu Frick. And I don't care who he runs along with. I don't <laughs> care who the other characters are. You can pick the worst character. He could be running around with Jar Jar Binks. I like, knew that I was would coming. still watch <laughs> that. You just do like a, like a Tales from the Crypt Keeper where it's like Babu Frick <laughs> is just sitting there, sitting by the fireplace, telling stories about his adventures. And it would be like the greatest Star Wars thing ever. You so funny. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> Stop. So the thing about the Mandalorian that I really enjoyed personally, like as I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, I'm not a huge like into the universe, into like the lore and everything. And my wife, who's 
definitely not into it. We both got super into the Mandalorian and like, it's very accessible for people that aren't like invested in the lore and invested in the whole universe. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really enjoyed was that I could sit down every week and just really enjoy 40 minutes to an hour of star Wars told to me in a way that as not a super fan, I could really get into and feel really attached to a lot of the characters um, as, as the series went on. I think that's what's good about having those 45 minute one shot episodes as opposed to like right. one long mini series or, or being able to binge it because right. it, it gave you that desire. Okay. Like shit, what's going to happen next week? Yeah. I want to know what's happening with the child, yeah. you know, or Quill and all the other you characters. You gotta have time to digest it. You've you got do. To. And especially and I- for somebody that's not like overly invested in the lore, like Nate is saying here, I think that's what really hooked somebody like him. Right. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But also what I liked too was that every cliffhanger at the end of the episode wasn't so much like, oh my God, what is happening next week? It was like, okay, that's cool. There's some end to it and I could enjoy that and kind of digest what I just saw and then be like, okay, well, let's get ready for next week as opposed to like, holy shit, like, is he dead? Is he alive? You know, a lot of cliffhangers where there's just like you leave, you have more questions than answers. Right. I didn't feel like they did that a lot um, during the Mandalorian, so I really appreciated that as well. Except for episode two... eight. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> only other two big ones I can think of were the first episode, of course, where they re- revealed the the child, right? Uh, prepubescent Yoda uh, <laughs> at the end, and Maybe then why. and then right, and then episode seven obviously <clears throat> where that kind of left on a cliffhanger with, Oh, you know, what's going on with the the child. And then is Quill really dead and what's going to happen mm-hmm. next. So that was probably the only two big ones. Never been, well, I mean, and, and the last one outside of the last one, <laughs> you keep bringing up the last one, the last one, the last one, that's a real big cliffhanger to us. Well, and as Ryan said, that's, that's the most recent. It's more of that, but you're absolutely right. But yeah, it is a huge cliffhanger. It, it, but as any good series writer does, they they answered a bunch of questions for you in the last episode, and then they left you with a lot more again to want you to come back to watch it mm-hmm. next season. I think they did a the, did a great job of that. I'm glad actually we haven't uh, been like spoiling and talking about the plot itself. I think please go watch the show. But before we end this discussion, I'm curious if there's anything you did not like about either the show, the plot, anything. Was there something that stuck out to you that you didn't like? I didn't like that they killed Quill. <laughs> I also That's did not fair. like yeah, that. I, they, I, have, I also that. didn't like that IG-11 was di- died. I didn't IG-88. Like that. Right? No, IG-11. Oh, that's 11. I made that yeah, multiple times. Yeah. 88's a there, different droid, sorry. Yeah, it, it's I, the I, same basic droid but it's it's yeah, not it's an ig exact, unit it's, it's kind of yeah. like there's a different r2 units right. and r4 units and all that kind of stuff speaking of which who else was like just in awe of the r4 unit or whatever that particular one was when he got up and he was oh, like i, totally you was. Know, I think the, I the guide on the boat i'm like yeah. what on yeah. earth is going on and here? i was this disappointed when he was killed for no reason sorry I'm, I'm gonna make a tie to mcu here my first thought there was like you know in Age of Ultron, where Tony's like, oh, somebody's been juicing. That's what you thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, you, yeah. you don't expect the unit to stand up and have arms right. or legs. And I'm just, just like, yeah. no. Well, no, damn. especially what they did. But yes, somebody's agreed. Somebody's hitting the juice. So I'll tell you something. I This is more of, I think, a Star Wars complaint in general, but I liked what they did with it here. 
stormtrooper why do stormtroopers wear armor it doesn't do them a damn thing right like it drives me absolutely insane that every time somebody shoots a stormtrooper they're dead even though they're wearing armor he did but what he did exactly but what i liked is that in this one mando constantly got either shot punched whatever and his armor worked i like that they made a big deal to make it point out that it was legit and it helped well, well it's what armor. the material is yeah. that it's made out of exactly yeah, right well instead of cheesy plastic it's made out of uh whatever that's scar thank you scar steel oh, i'm so glad you're here to correct me because i don't know these <laughs> names i mean that i'm not trying to be a smart ass but yeah i like that i i like that part i almost wish they would do that in star wars because i mean every every freaking stormtrooper is wearing you know cardboard or construction paper i don't know what it's made out of but it's apparently worthless and just uncomfortable the the one thing i didn't like is also the one thing i did like which i know is kind of a well, contradictory exactly statement like why, yeah. but uh was the different directors you, like mm-hmm. I, I think it worked sometimes and then i think other times it it, it kind of detracted from the overall eight episode story that they were trying to tell but i love what as the director for the for the eighth episode in fact my wife she she watches star wars i wouldn't say she's hardcore like my son and i are but you know like she was you know wanting to go see the last movie that came out and so she was sitting down so we were watching friday night we were watching episode eight when it came out my son and i were and obviously there was more humor in this episode than any of the ones you've got the the opening you know five minutes or so whatever it is with the the stormtroopers and and their discussions and stuff and and my son and i are just like cracking up laughing every time they That's you know, do or say you, something all that yeah humor. and she's like she's like is the whole thing this funny like would i like should i go back and watch all these i was like no this is a little different and then my son you know told her who it was that was directing it and she's like i don't recognize that and she, and he said he's the one that directed ragnarok. thor ragnarok and she's like oh okay yeah and because she loves that movie that's like one of her favorite marvel movies is sure. is because it was him but getting back to what i was saying i i do think it took away in some episodes because it wasn't necessarily fitting that same style that we had gotten used to so i guess in season two i don't mind if they have a couple of different directors but i think there was six different directors out of eight episodes for this one and i think that's i think that's a little much to do it that way and i know other series are successful with having different directors like i'm thinking like breaking bad for instance their final season they had a few different directors but most of the people that were attached to that final season to direct had either directed episodes in the past or were writers on the episodes or were actors from the series so i I, that's the one thing i wish they would do is tighten up a little bit you know when you want to do two or three different directors for season two that's fine but please don't do you know six seven or eight different directors again because that did detract a little bit from me for the overall story okay cool anybody else have anything they didn't like you want me to say it again no <laughs> you, you don't like people calling the child baby yoda is that what you don't like about it but well, they no, didn't call him baby yoda. yoda in the show they yeah. called him the child it was so crazy how how they danced around that in the eighth episode where they like when he went to the i guess the foundry i guess you would call it where they were you know casting the uh all the weapons and stuff for the Mandalorians. I found it interesting that they just kind of danced around the topic of, you know, where's this, where's this uh, kid from? And, you know, what species is he and all this kind of stuff. And they never directly said it. So I'm hoping in season two, they come out and say, Oh, they're of the species, whatever it is. Name it, call it something. Yeah. 
I'm yetters. You. They're called them yetters. I don't Even know. Even if they're called poplars, I don't care. Call it something, though. Poplars. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Give it some kind of name. Very good. Okay. Well, that has been our, unless anybody has any closing thoughts, our discussion on The Mandalorian. I think we all recommend it. Uh, like I said, it's hard to compare it to anything else because it's new, but it's definitely some fun new take on the Star Wars lore. And I think uh, we'll find you interested, in, like we've mentioned, learning more even about The Mandalorian, about Star Wars lore, beyond, and so on. So, excellent. Thank you guys for that. Um, of course, we have to move into our next section. And I think Joey's going to give us the enunciation as normal, but we're going to switch this up. So, our next section is. Game time. That's game time. Say it. Yeah, but remember, Ryan's doing the right, game. I was going to say, that's the, that's the difference. Is you, yeah, you're not you doing it. You introduce the game Ryan, time, and then Ryan right. does the game. Right, oh, as we always do. I messed fine. it up. I you messed it up. ruined I everything. Uh, it's root. It's well, root now. Either way, Cancel Ryan. the episode. All right, we're done. Screw you guys. <laughs> we're, <laughs> out. we're out. I'm going. Uh, but Ryan has graciously uh, volunteered to host the last giveaway here. So, uh, or not giveaway. giveaway. Sorry, oh, what's he giving away? Oh, giveaway. Uh, can I we he... claim stuff? Because I see a lot of stuff in the background that I would I, like I, to claim I would right too. Now. By <laughs> the way, I like that Kelly's bag is back there from yeah. uh, from Monday's. Very nice. You see it right there? I do. I, and it's the same one I have, so, and I love it. Thank I you again, Kelly. I use grocery shopping. Hey, perfect. all right. Perfect. grocery bags. Anyway, Ryan, thank you for taking care of the game. Why don't you lead us on here? Well, I'll just preface in saying that mine is not going to be overly complicated like Joey's and having to figure out multipliers and all I that like stuff. to say it as overly fun. That's the way I like to think of them. <laughs> overly fun. Maybe for you. Yeah, as the host, you can say that. Um, yeah. I-, I will say this, though, guys, being that Joey is clearly the Star Wars fanatic between the three of you, I'm giving him best odds to win. I Let's hope I don't disappoint I think that's myself. a fair saying right now because obviously the game is Star Wars themed. So well, Let's I, hope he doesn't, he doesn't pull can a, I, uh, can I find a fr- MCU. Can I phone a friend? Can I bring McGuire in during this part of the episode to be on my team? This is not who wants to be a millionaire. I, mean, I don't it. think anybody's going to stop you. I apologize, sir. It is not. No phone a friend. No lifeline. So basically what we're going to do here is I have a total of five rounds. Each round has two questions for each of you. I'm not going to jump around. I'm just going to go in order. Uh, I think to start here, I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 100. I'm going to go through each of you. Whoever gets close, it goes first. And then we'll just go clockwise. So, Clint, what is your choice? 42. Joey? 47. Nate? 57. And Joey is the closest at 49. Wow. You were, off you were on pretty the right close, foot. though. You were yeah. pretty close. No, though. no, no. That's, uh, that's pretty, yeah, good for him. All yeah. right. 42 so, is the answer to everything, though, isn't it? It's the answer to the question of life, the universe, and everything. There you go. Add a zero to that. <laughs> that no, is, that's, man. that's the time for life, the universe, and everything. <laughs> well, it's still a number. It's still I, was, digits. I was not arguing. Anyway. As long as it's please. in Colorado. Free Bingo Squash. Something, something edibles yep. and Clint. Yep. <laughs> and Clint. All right. So moving on, guys. So like I said, Clintables. we have five rounds, two questions each round. I'm just going to go top to bottom. We are starting with Joey. Each round, the questions are going to get a little bit more difficult. First round should be pretty straightforward. Okay, so Joey, question one. What ship is known as being the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy? <laughs> that would be the Millennium Falcon, Very sir. Good, sir. Sorry, and I'm just going to go keep track here. All right, so Nate, question one for you. How many engines are there on an X-Wing fighter? Uh, four. Very good. 
Good job, Nate. And I did Clint. it. Fill Nate, in the, you got one. Fill in the blank, Clint. Execute order blank. <laughs> I don't know it. Here, here's a hint. We, we just talked I know, about um, this. Six or... Uh, um, oh, God. What is it? Order. Uh, it's six, right? Number six? I'll give you five fly. seconds. <laughs> uh, order six. 66. There you go. Okay. 66. <laughs> that was like pulling teeth. This is supposed to be the first round, Clint. Yeah. Come on. I I, I I already know I'm going to lose. So. <laughs> yeah, Joey, Joey. Well, the, just, the good I'm, news I'm here is there's the no fun. negative points. Right? So well, that's you're all, at the worst case situation, you're still going to have one point. Hey, I'll take it. Okay, Perfect. Joey, who is Kylo Ren's mother? Uh... Leia Organa. Thank you. Nate, what planet is Ray from? I, yeah, no, I have no idea. I oh, you want to just take a guess? Hot dog no. is not an acceptable answer, sir. Just FYI. <laughs> the <laughs> planet, planet, hot dog. planet hot dog? Planet, planet hot, dog? hot dog? Is that the planet? No. No, I, I have no idea. Clint, you want to take a guess? I don't. I don't know this. Jocko. I should. I don't. Jakku. Yes. Oh, Nate. I was thinking Naboo, and I knew that wasn't right. Well, they rhyme. Close. I know they rhyme. That's as close as I get. They're five letters, but no. Jakku. Okay. No. Sorry, Lane. I didn't know it either. It makes you feel better. Oh, my. All right. Clint, true or false? Force lightning oh. is a power of the light side of the force. False? Very good. Okay. I was going to say. Okay. Okay. Round two. Joey. Who is the only non-Jedi character to use a lightsaber in the original trilogy? Hmm. Non-Jedi character. Non-Jedi character. To use a lightsaber. And specifically in the original trilogy. So you're talking about four, five, and six, or you're talking about one, two, and three? Original trilogy, four, five, six, yes. Four, five, six. Oh, I, I want to say, like, in my mind, I'm thinking there was some random character that grabbed the lightsaber for some reason. I want to say it was either R2 or one of the, um, oh, I, I can't even think of the name of the species right now. I'm drawing a blank. But the Wickets species. I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint here, Joey. Ewoks is what they're called. Ewoks, thank you. I don't know why I was drawing a blank okay. there. Is that your answer? Uh... I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Wicket. I'm gonna go with one of the Ewoks. Okay, Wicket. incorrect, sir. Is it is it R two when he shoots it to Luke? When no, they're it, on that the that is in the prequels. No, it's on the, th- the third. It's episode well, six. He doesn't actually use it. So, and, oh, use it. Okay, yeah. I thought it just held. It's it. actually okay. Han Solo when he cuts open the Tauntaun. Oh uh, yeah. I, I thought this was an easier question, but if it stumped Joey, then maybe I should have put it further down. That's no, fine. <laughs> it's fine. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. I like the confidence. Nate, what was the name of the planet where the clone army was made? <laughs> oh, man. I truly don't know. I know. I'm not even gonna I say know you know. Dog. Yeah, I'm not even going to say You want to try? Cause... It's not Coruscant, so I'm not no, sure. No, it's not Coruscant. Yeah. It was Geonosis, wasn't it? Camino. Go! Camino. Camino Dart. I remember now. <laughs> 
<laughs> Quick give a Nate the planet ones. Next planet ones. Hey, I'm, I'm just going in order. <laughs> and no, you I guys, down, that's you fair. Know? That's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just not good at Star Wars. No, I, I wouldn't know either. So. Star Wars geography. Uh, I'll, I'll say this, though, Joey. I don't think Clint's going to get this one. Oh, good. Y- you probably will. We can <laughs> hope. Yeah. We can hope. We can All only right. hope. So, Clint, solve no trial, for maybe. X. The Jedi Council consists of X amount of members. Eight. No. You want to take a guess, Nate? 66 is not an acceptable answer either, by the way. What about the sixth? Isn't it 12? It is 12. No. It is 12. All right. Well, I don't remember seeing all 12 of them ever in the room, but that's that's on me. Yeah, some of them are holograms, but technically it is 12 on the console. Okay, so Joey, we are back to you. Fill in the blank. The blank turned against me. Don't you turn against me too. You mean who said that? No. Fill in the blank meaning finish the phrase, I guess is a better way to oh, say it. Oh, okay. So I'll, I'll repeat it one more time. The blank turned against me. Don't you turn against me too. Uh, I feel like I should have put this one further down again. I feel like this was a conversation between Anakin and Obi-Wan. You are right. Oh, I'll, I'll give you that. Second. Yep. Read it one more time. The blank turned against me. Don't you turn against me too. And I'm sorry, it is not Anakin to Obi-Wan. It's Anakin to Padme. I have an idea. And that's the last hint I can give you. The council. The Jedi council. Okay, good. That's what I was thinking. Yep. It's actually Jedi, but he said Jedi, so. Okay, Nate. How old was Yoda when he died? And I'm sorry for giving you the math question. It just came up. (laughs) Um... Does he have to give you like an exact age? Yeah, does that have to be exact age, or is like can they I? They make like... reference to it in the movie, so yes. Oh, do they? Okay. Yes. I'll give I'm you a hint. Say... I'll give you a hint. Yeah. It's obviously in the original trilogy, <laughs> and what specifically in Return of the Jedi. You mean when he dies? <laughs> well, and that, that's where they mention it. That's where they mention it. He age. was nine hundred and seventy-two years old. Why could he just say 900? I don't know. I thought it had to be very specific. Was he it was 900. <laughs> it was exactly 900? <laughs> it was 900. Fuck. I was like, he's, he's old. I knew he was old. He old. Yeah. Fuck. He old. He old. Who dies on their 900? He old and he dead. <laughs> well, they didn't say like, he wasn't like 900 years old exactly. It's like, happy birthday, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I guess I should have moved these it questions further down. Been. These are 900, than I it was 943 days. 20 hours. I mean, how many edibles has Clint eaten? 975. And 76. Yeah. There's another one, 77. <laughs> Speaking of Clint, are you ready for your question, sir? Sure. Okay. <laughs> As we're aware, episode 9 released last week on de- December 20th. In what month were the first six Star Wars movies released? July. I'll give you one more, one more was opportunity. It, was it December? It is not December, obviously. No. So you get one it's last n- try, sir. When were the original three? Original, yes. Wait, uh, how does he get three tries? <laughs> hey, it's Ryan's game. That's Ryan's right. Game. Yeah. Ryan's Octo- game. October. 
Oh, you're terrible. I am terrible. Is it me? May, wasn't it? It's yeah. me, yes. I thought that was too easy of an answer, too much well, of a giveaway. A lot of the big movies come out in May, so all right, you would have got that one. Oh, oh, all right, so moving on. This is round three. Joey, back to you. What type of work were Luke's aunt and uncle in on Tatooine? They were um, moisture farmers. Very good. Moisture farmers. They were water farmers. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, Joey. I'm laughing at the stupid concept of moisture farmers. Amen. Well, when it. you live on a desert planet, it's a pretty lucrative job if you um, think about it. Of well, something it, I don't think it was lucrative. They didn't seem like they were rolling in cash. But anyway. <laughs> okay, Nate. Let's see. Where are we? Here we go. Before George Lucas decided on the surname of Skywalker, what was Luke's last name to be? Do you know this one, Joey? I'm trying to remember. It's on the tip I, of my tongue. I'll, I'll give you before, a hint. I'll give you a hint here, Nate. If you watch the documentary on Disney Plus, they make reference <laughs> to it. Yeah, yeah, great hint. Hey, here's well, another I, hint. I mean, if honestly, you know George I, Lucas, he'll tell you. I didn't know this. <laughs> Hold on, let me call. Before let me I watch the documentary. Friend. Let me phone friend of the podcast, George Lucas. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. Like, not even a remote. <laughs> I'll give you one more hint. I'll give you one more hint because I'm trying to help you out here. It's all it doubles as the name of a base in the Star Wars universe. Oh, now I remember what it is. Ding. I don't. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Joey. Star Killer. Very good. He is right, but you get no points, Nate. I thought it was gonna be ground runner. Okay, Clint. Lando's operation in Cloud City mines what type of gas? Used in this operation also as a weapon. Uh, is it a real one, gas? Joey? It's a real gas in the Star Wars universe. Okay. So it's not <laughs> okay. like hydrogen gas, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> but I was going to guess it's going to be hydrogen because no. they float. No, no, no. So it is not. Uh, let's go with, uh, I don't know, coaxial gas. I have no, I, I'm just trying to think of a sci-fi term. I don't know. No, it is Tibana gas. Tibana. Or no I might be idea on that one. I might be mispronouncing it. I should have also mentioned, guys. I forgot to say this at the start of the game. So round one, each question is worth one point. Round two, questions are worth two points. Round three, questions are worth five points. And it, goes, hey. it goes up higher from there. Okay. One, two, five. Next round's worth ten thousand points. We're just jumping all <laughs> over. So basically, you'll have to answer the last question and you win. Got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> it's my game, my rules. Ryan's okay. Riverboat Casino. You see, nobody complaining. Let me copy this here. Okay, so Joey, back to you. What does the acronym ATST stand for? Hey, no Googling this, Nate. I hear <laughs> oh, no, typing. I'm... Well, mm. Nate can Google it. It's not his question. Yeah. I have no idea. It's it's all terrain, I bet, right? Yeah. Okay. Anybody want to guess in the ST? Um, superior. Sure. I don't know. I'll give yeah. you a hint on the last word. It's transport because that's the same thing as ATAT. What does the S right. stand for? Superior? No. Well, it's not your Storm question. Stormtrooper anyway. transport? Scout. Scout. Scout, Scout mm-hmm. transport. Oh, how interesting, Nate. You get another math question. <laughs> oh, God. How many languages is C-3PO fluent in? 
God, you got some specific questions here. Yeah. Well, they they talk about all of this in the movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah. He, yeah. They mention it at least once in like mentioned... forty hours of Skywalker <laughs> Saga movies. Actually, I think he mentions it in like every movie. To be he honest, he mentions it in Episode Four when they first get introduced to C three PO. I think he talks him. about it in Six when they're in Jabba's hut too. Yeah, he, he talks about it a lot. They 200. they mentioned it in Episode Nine too. I'm sorry. What did you say, Nate? 200 oh it's like <laughs> yo it's way. like in the trillions it's, it's like <laughs> nine million or something yeah. well okay i would have accepted like uh any number above six million because it's over <laughs> six million is what he says oh okay yeah 200 million. million yeah well that, that ship has sailed sir i'm sorry <laughs> i wish you would have just said all of them Oh, that would have been good too mm, <laughs> i wouldn't accept that because he wouldn't be okay. able to recite back anything that was written in sith Spoiler. Well, he still knows it. He just can't recite right. it. Yeah. Unless he's reprogrammed, which we learned. Anyway, oh, spoiler. I'm, ready my, I, uh, uh. I'm ready to lose my question. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to lose. Let's do this. Well, I have a math question for you as well, sir. <laughs> what odds does C-3PO give Han for successfully navigating an asteroid field? Don't know, because you're never supposed to tell him the odds. Ooh. He actually says it. Though, so, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. I had to try. Um... I don't know, four hundred trillion to one. Three thousand seven hundred and twenty. Oh, duh, duh. <laughs> a little bit better odds than than Clint was trying to give him. Yep. All right. <laughs> I should have said seven so, to one. Just, just throw a little number in there. I want to see. Where I thought we you said are, this game so wasn't gonna be hard. It's it's well, definitely. Yeah, it's harder than I thought. <laughs> I'm trying to see where we are so far. Okay. All Moving right. on to round number four. Back to Joey. What is the first name of Anakin Skywalker's mother? Shmi. Very good. <laughs> what? Excuse me? Noise? Shmi. Did you just Bless make a you. noise and it was the right answer? Yeah, it was. It works out <laughs> like that sometimes. Gesundheit. Okay, Nate. When in his palace, Jabba the Hutt refers to Han as his favorite blank. One of these four oh, options. God. Scoundrel, decoration, criminal, prisoner. For the record, I knew this before the options. Very good. Too bad it's not your question. I know. I'm so very you disappointed. Shut your mouth. Uh, can you give me the options again, sir? Sure. Options are scoundrel, decoration, criminal, prisoner. I'm going to say decoration. Very good. Nate with 10 points there. Well done. Woo. Very good. Okay, Clint, Mr. Dingus. <laughs> Mr. Dingus, that's a doing I like so that. Formal Dingus. So formal today. Of the I following, have my, I have my PhD. It should be Dr. Dingus. Thank you, Dr. Dingus. Dr. Well, Dingus. you have to take that up with Dr. Steve Bull. I'm sorry. Okay, All that right. is Go that on. is your discussion with him. So, okay. of the following, who is the only one that has not helmed a Star Wars film? J.J. Abrams, Steven Spielberg. I'm, I feel like I'm going to mispronounce his name, Ryan Johnson or Gareth right. Edwards. No. Well, that would. Um, oh, crap. I know Ryan Johnson. I know. Um, I don't remember who you said first, but I know they're out. Um, you no, know, J.J. Abrams. Definitely out. Um, I'm, the only thing I'm trying to think is did Spielberg do solo or Rogue One? I can't remember, but I'm. 
It's a coin toss. I, I'm going to go Spielberg. You are right. Yeah, cool. Gareth Edwards directed Rogue One. Yes, he okay. did. Okay, cool. cool, cool. Okay, Joey, back to you. Not counting episode nine, what is the only film to have the camera angle pan down after the opening crawl? Well, technically, Rogue One didn't have an opening crawl. Yeah, I'll, I'll be more the specific then. This has to do with the Skywalker saga, so Rogue One is not counted within this question. Yeah, yeah. and we'll discuss that abomination of a, a statement later on on our next episode. Because <laughs> Rogue, Rogue One would most definitely, in my mind, be part of the Skywalker saga. But anyway, um, which one does it not pan down? Yes. Not including episode nine. Yes. The only reason I I worded the question like that is I didn't know how much we were going to talk about episode nine in this episode. I didn't want to give spoilers on it. So, but it does pan down in nine. If I remember right. Yes. Um, episode three. No episode two. Oh, that was, (laughs) I was either two or three. Dad gum it. Yep. Okay. Nate, back to you. Which film from the original trilogy uses the most stop motion animation? Hmm. Um, Return of the Jedi? My guess is Empire. Yeah, yes. I'll guess Empire too. Yes. Yeah. With all the chicken walkers and ATSDs oh, right. yep. and I was thinking the, just the flying of the of the Falcon everywhere. And and the um some of the monsters were right. or some of the aliens were stop motion as well. Yeah. And let's rewind. What is ATST again? All terrain scout, scout transport. transport. Very good. You still get no points for that though. Thanks. Hey, we learned though. Yep. Appreciate learning is half the battle. Okay. G.I. Joe. Clint. Who is the only rebel pilot to survive all three films of the original trilogy? I do want to specify here that Luke is technically not a rebel pilot, so he does not count. So he, that is not your answer. Is it Wedge? Very good. That should have been an easy one if you saw episode nine, right? Sorry, spoiler. Oh, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're right. Spoiler. I just gave that away. All right, moving on. Let's see, copy that. So we are on to round number five. Joey, back to you. How many points is this round worth? This round, points are worth 20 apiece. So I wish we would have said like 22 and a half or something like that. <laughs> then we're going to confuse Nate. It would, absolutely. Just multiply it by pi. Then we're good. Mmm, <laughs> pi. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> so you, you guys are making me good. lose my place here. Okay. So, Joey, 21B FX6 and G21B7 are classified as what type of droids? I told you they get harder as the <laughs> points go up, but I didn't realize some of the other ones were going to be so difficult for you guys. What did you see? You're just a little truck. <laughs> I love when Family Guy does uh, making fun of them. I'll give you a hint. It's not a rat droid. It's Are they nurse droids? I'll give you that. It's close enough. Medical. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking of. Like yeah, a, Well like done. A nurse medical yeah, field. Yeah, I mean, it's close enough. That was well done. Uh, I'm the literal definition is medical droids, but nurse droid, I think, seems fine. Okay, Nate, 
back to you. I agree, by the way. I agree with that, right. uh, that call, yeah. Brian. Good call. Mon Calamari is the home world of which veteran rebellion officer? <laughs> Snail mail. <laughs> calamari. I, I have, yeah. My calamari, that sounds delicious. Um, yeah. A lot I of talk no about idea. food here. I know. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> is it, is it no, the guy who says it's a trap? Akbar? Yeah, Akbar. It is, it is actually it's Akbar. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a squid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was too obvious. Yeah. But... Okay. Oh. Clint, your question is Who is the stout and stern leader of the Gungans? Oh, um. And as a refresher, the Gungans are. I'm from episode one. Yes. Yes. I. I uh, it's not. Is it. Is it's it not new? Jar Jar. I'll tell you that. No. Is it uh, new? Is that his name? Newt Gungan? No. 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 Do you know it, Joey? It's, uh. Boss, uh, I can't remember the other part of the name. I, I don't know if I, it's Nas or Nas, but it's Boss. Nas. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, I was thinking. Okay, yeah. that's not what I was thinking. Okay, oh. I was thinking of uh, something else. Okay. You're right. Absolutely. The guy goes all the time. Yes, and slobbers yeah. all over the place. Like a yeah, I was, I was thinking of the uh, the guys who are in the ships, not Jar Jar species. For, My for those of you at home that couldn't see what Clint was doing, he was basically motorboating the air just now. Is what it looked like. <laughs> I wish we could take video of all the stuff you guys do. <laughs> Joey, sure back to you. Final question, right? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Don't be so disappointed. No. Oh, final question for this round. And then we have one more round after this. I'm sorry. I said five rounds. I meant six. My bad. Okay. Ooh. What is the home planet of the Wookiees? Kishik. I don't know if it's Kashik or Kishik, but I, I'll accept that. Spell it. Okay, Nate. <sighs> this is a location where Obi-Wan and Luke meet Han and Chewbacca for the first time. I have no idea. Anyone want to take a guess? What was it? It was a question again? It's the location where Obi-Wan and Luke meet Han and Chewie for the first time. Most so, Eisley Cantina. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, it's on Tatooine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But most Eisley is the correct answer. Clint, the quotes, Coldbreaker, thief, I can do it. And they blow you up today, you blow them up tomorrow. It's just business. Are said in The Last Jedi by this actor. That would be Mr. Del Toro. Very good. Which, I, I, like, never mind, I'll talk about it later. <laughs> round number six. So last <laughs> round here, guys. Joey, back to you. Also also known as Hollow Chess, this is the name of the popular board game played on starships. A great way to oh. pass the time on long hyperspace trips. I can't think of the official name for it. Yeah, I, this one was hard. I didn't know this one. All I know is Chewbacca cheats. That yes, he does. Exactly. Well, after playing it for 800 years, right? <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. Yep. Let the it's, Wookiee win. And I'm sorry for all the Star Wars fans if I butcher the name. It's Dejarik. D-E-J-A-R-I-K. Oh, I would have never guessed yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't know it either. I just thought it was hollow chess. Okay, Nate. In The Empire Strikes Back, where is the Millennium Falcon granted access to land in Cloud City? Do you know that, like Joey? Clint's face. I caught this. I was watching it last week. I don't I know like, it. Oh, damn. Yeah, okay, no. That's true. No idea? Yes. Go ahead, Joey. Um. 
trying to think of what exactly he's asking, like a landing pad or... Yeah, it's where they give them permission to land within the city. Is it pad 7? Platform 327. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. Okay, Clint. Blue, white, green, orange, red, purple, black. Which colors do not represent the color of a lightsaber blade in the Skywalker Saga Star Wars films? So specifically Blue. within the Star Wars, I'm sorry, Skywalker Saga. So how is? Do I just have to give you one, or are there multiple answers? Because okay, black's not a lightsaber color. Okay, what were in the other ones? The Skywalker Saga. In the right. Skywalker yeah, Saga. We just we talked about the dark saber, but yeah. it's not in like what what were the other ones? I'm sorry, read them all again. So read them again. Blue. Mm-hmm white green orange red purple black okay so i don't recall ever seeing a purple or a black one um there's you already there. lost yeah you already is lost. there is there a purple one mace, mace windu is purple i should it should be white orange and black i yes, was gonna say white and orange right. i didn't saw purple okay well there, there is an and, orange one that comes up that's outside of the skywalker saga and the question is what color really was that that Ray's new lightsaber was, but some people said it was white. Some people said it was orange, and I don't know if they came out and officially said. And then other people said it was yellow. I thought it was gold. I thought it was supposed to represent, you know, winning. I, I don't know, but anyway, either way, great. Ryan, did you find what color that one actually was when you were doing the research for that question? Well, a lot of the research that I was doing obviously doesn't take episode nine into account, so I'm not uh, sure. Okay, so it, it yeah. very well could be white for the new lightsaber that Ray has. I don't know what it was because somebody said it was. Well, I'll, we can get in this later. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sidetracked here. No, I mean, I, I'll. I want to get sidetracked about it too here, actually, a little bit because just FYI for the other two that are not big Star Wars fans, and I learned about this doing the research. And for anybody else that's not really into the lore, the Kyber crystals basically emit a color once the Jedi builds their lightsaber, so mm-hmm. it it interacts with their life force, and it basically resonates as a specific color, and that's why the Sith resonate as red well mm. there's also other stories behind that where they actually manufacture their own crystals and they're not they're not really kyber but that can be a whole nother ad hoc discussion there but yeah anyway moving on joey back to you last question for the round what gives the blade of kylo ren's lightsaber its ragged and volatile appearance and i want to state specifically here since we were just talking about kyber crystals it's more than just the kyber crystal as far as the answer for the question. Well, I know he's got the hilt out the side for it to come out to like vent because I think his kyber crystal was broken or something like that. I yep. don't know if that's the correct answer yeah, or not. Yeah, it's unstable. Yeah. According to the lore, that's that's why it's like that. Wow. Okay, so Nate. Dennis Lawson, who played the role of Widge Antilles, is the maternal uncle of which fellow Star Wars star? I've heard this trivia like once. Uh, I've heard this. I, I feel like I've heard this before too, but I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's answer. come up recently. Baby hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. I, 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 I really get behind. Yoda that, dogs. Yoda it's actually, dog. it's actually you and McGregor. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. And finally, Clint. In Revenge of the Sith, what is the name of the outer rim planetoid where Luke and Leia are born? And Joey, I'll be impressed if you know this one because I didn't know this. I had never even heard the name of this place. 
Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> do they sell hot dogs there? They probably do, it's, among yeah. other things, but I don't Cause, know. Because they took her off of Mustafar. That's not where she had the babies yeah, at. Yeah, it's not. So it's Polis Masa. Yeah. Pull a muscle? Is that what yeah. you said? Ooh, pull this muscle. Pull, brain oh, pull muscle. this muscle. Oh. Pull it. Okay. Pull it. Well, I was going to do these as tiebreakers. I mean, clearly, if we oh. if we look at the totals here, let me just look at Joey's points here. Do Nate and my points combined at we least still wouldn't run? Beat him <laughs> or even be close. Why is it filtering like that? Looks like we won. We're all winners here. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't know why my sheet is filtering improperly here. Yay, Excel. I know. Well, it's actually Google Docs. Oh, even better. Uh, I don't know why. Anyway, jo- Joey clearly is winning here. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I am clearly a winner. That's that's the lesson here. A winner, not to be confused with the winner. Just for giggles here, <laughs> I'm going to ask these three additional questions. No points given. Well, what, what what's the point totals for that's Nate and I was, combined versus Joey? <laughs> that's what I was trying to figure out, but I can't filter on this document properly. I don't know why. Just, just select the two cells, and then you can add them up that way. It's not letting me filter. No, like, right, when, I, when I try to filter, it's only doing round one for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, all right. Anyway, all right, let's do the other questions. Okay. So this site, once a location of a historic loss, is where Darth Vader chose to make his home. Mustafar. Very good. I didn't know that. <laughs> nope. What about Mustafa? I thought this was Star Wars yeah. at Lion King. And the design for Chewbacca was inspired by this kind of dog. Whose name, by the way, is Indiana. It's George Lucas's real dog. That's where they got the name from. Uh, uh, Schnauzer? Is it Golden Retriever? Nope. Shih Tzu? Nope. Alaskan Malamute. Bless you. Gesundheit. <laughs> I was just naming random dog breeds. Yeah. <laughs> You're and like, finally, <laughs> just randomly here. Chewbacca's voice is a mixture of what four animals? Four. Wow. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What's, what sounds comes out of? Lion, mm. dog, dolphin, and cricket. It's badger, lion, seal, and walrus. I was close. You got one. <laughs> yeah, you got one. It's true. Yeah. I guess I will have to total it up later once I clear well, out we know Joey won, the document. So. Yeah, Joey clearly Which is won. appropriate. Good job, Joey. I mean, considering I that he got the only question right in round six, and that was worth 50 points alone. <laughs> <laughs> that question yeah, alone just fair. demolishes the rest of you. Fair enough. But, well, yeah. congratulations on your win, Joey. I'm glad you won considering how many games you've put together. Ryan. Thank you. The game was actually very well done. Thank Good you. Work. Well, I did I mean, a bunch of research for it, so I'm just you glad did. It I'm impressed. Uh, I yeah, I I need to host a game sometime. Anyway, good work. So uh, again, as we wrap up episode 21 of the Four Dorksmen here at the underscore Dorksman on Twitter and Instagram. Again, keep doing the bingo cards at bingo.ithinkpixels.com/dorksman. Dorksman at gmail.com is how you can email us. Make sure you're participating in our giveaway. And I didn't mention earlier the hashtag. I apologize. It is hashtag 4d giveaway holiday correct that is correct sir okay just want to make sure i get that right make sure you, whenever you're tagging your bingo cards your your scavenger hunt or well you don't need to do it necessarily well you know what do it in the uh do it in the soundcloud chat just to see what happens but anyway make sure you're tagging that and i think that's everything i have housekeeping wise anything else before we wrap up um oh i have one thing 
Oh, good. Remember we were talking about what the literal definition of a dork is before? <laughs> In the spirit of episode 21, it is a whale's penis. There you go, there Clint. There it is. Thank, thank you. <laughs> Every I, uh, seven I, I, episodes, and I pass that responsibility now on to Nate for episode 28. All right. I apologize for jumping the gun on that. Tag it. There you go. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening as always, and uh, we look forward to our next interaction. With that said, word, homies. May the force be with you. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Peace out. Thank you.